Hello, and welcome to the Alchemy of Art podcast with your host, Addie Hirschton. Join us as we share folk tales and true stories about artists and the creative process. We'll start with the quote of the day. This was said by Percy Bysshe Shelley. One of my favorite poems of all time. The fountains, they mingle with the river, and the rivers with the ocean. The winds of heaven mix forever with a sweet devotion for nothing in the world is single. All things, by a law divine, in one spirit meet and mingle. So why not I with thine? Hello everyone, my name is Addie Hirshton. I am a painter, I am a teacher, author and public speaker, and the purpose of this podcast is to share with you all I'm thinking and feeling and learning about art and its power to change and transform the world. I am just sort of winging it tonight because my uh, main computer that I keep all my notes on and everything is, uh, I think it has officially died. I think it very well may be dead, (laughs) but we've got our laptop and um, it's late. It's uh, the middle of the night and I was lying there in bed and I was thinking to myself, oh, there's there's this one person that I really, really want to talk to and have all these ideas of things to share with him. And then like, so I'm just lying there and just like all the things are swirling around in my head. And I thought, you know what? I can't talk to him right now. I have to be patient and wait that's okay, because I can talk to you guys. (laughs) And, uh, and I can let out all of uh, the things that I am thinking and feeling right now this way. Um, Let's see, updates on what the heck's going on with me. Um, My studio, uh, Studio Alchemy is, is really up and running now. And we're settling in. Um, I've got, you know, a couple of members who are there all the time and I just love hanging out with it. It's like, it's like home. It's my home away from home. And right now I'm putting together my uh, classes for the spring. So those will be posted soon. Love to have uh, any of you join me there in my new lovely space. Um, Today was just a freaking good day because I went in and and uh, I had forgotten my laptop computer, the one we're using right now to record this. I'd left it at home and so consequently I ended up just answering a couple of essential emails on my phone and then I painted 
um, the whole day. And, you know, it helped the students who were there for open studio and whatnot, but like, we all had a great time. I, I, I started two new paintings, um, both of which are related to each other. You know, one of my students finished a painting. We were listening to Prince and just dancing all around. And I mean, just, it was a good day, a stinking good day. And I am so bloody thankful for it. Um, the story I wanted to share with you today is one that's very um, personal to me and meaningful to me. It's not directly art-related. It's not a story of creating a piece of artwork, but it's a good example of how something in our major happens in our lives and then it will affect our decision-making. It'll affect our artwork. It'll affect how we communicate with other people. So here we go. Um, many years ago, I was in middle school. And in middle school, I was in an English class where we did group projects all the time. That was the thing, group projects. Um, and our tables were set up so that you had four people sitting together. And um, across from me sat Jackson Griffin. And um, Jackson was really funny and he teased me a lot and I loved it and I developed you know head over the heels crush on Jackson um I remember like imagining like ooh, what if I went over to his house after school and nobody was there you know, his parents weren't there, nobody's there, and what if we kissed, like, oh man, I just, like, in imagining, like, what it would be like to kiss him was, uh, a, a fun thing to think about, I remember, like, taking my hand and kissing my hand, and imagining that my hand was, was Jackson's face, you know, and, um, and being too young to really know what might happen after kissing, or I mean, knowing what would happen, but not really quite grasping it, but just having that lovely desire was there, brewing under the surface, okay? Um, and one day I went in to class and I sat down and Jackson was there and he had this really serious look on his face and he said Addie I said yeah what what's wrong he said will you go out with me and and in that moment guys I I totally froze just you know imagine time standing still all the heavens and stars screeched to a halt but I did notice out of the corner of my eye, through my crazy blindness, that um, uh, Chad, who like was sitting right across the way as well, had heard what Jackson had said and was now listening attentively 
<laughs> and so I just jumped to the fear state. And my fear was, well, what if this is a joke? And what if, like, like, like every, like, I've got witnesses and everybody's gonna laugh about this later. And I don't know why I thought that it was a joke, but you know, split second decisions. Um, I said, after he asked the question, do you want to go out with me? I said, no. And then of course I instantly regretted it. Um, he was obviously crushed and hurt and, um, and then didn't really want to talk to me or banter with me in the usual way. And I wanted to take it back and say yes or something, but I didn't know how, I didn't know when. I, I remember thinking like, oh, I just, if other people weren't here, then I could have a private conversation with him and then we could sort this all out and it'd be awesome. <laughs> but I just was too chicken shit. And, um, and so Jackson and I went our merry ways and um, didn't interact too much after that. Uh, I did decide at that point, okay, whoever asks me out next, I will say yes, because I want to say yes. Um, I think that says something about, I don't know, <laughs> the way women are taught to like, like we wait for somebody to come to us, but you know, okay, anyway, uh, moving on. I later, um, you know, a year later or something, uh, found uh, my first boyfriend. And then a year after that, I was over at a friend's house. And uh, I was at my friend Kara's house, and we had a bunch of friends over. And somebody said, Hey, did you hear that they found his body? And my ears instantly perked up. It was like, what, what, what body? Like a real body? What, what's going on? What, what happened? And um, I guess I should interject that um, most of these friends went to a different high school at this point, including Jackson. And they said, um, yeah, uh, Jackson Griffin, a friend of ours, his uh, body was found today. Um he was uh, playing near Crabtree Creek, excuse me, Crabtree Creek in Raleigh, uh, when there had been a big flood a couple of weeks before, and he had fallen in and drowned, and it took him two weeks to find his body. Um, and I. Uh, I consequently have thought back on that time and how I had wanted to tell Jackson that I thought he was fucking hot and awesome and I loved him. Um, I look back on that and I think, 
um, that it's, it's one of the biggest regrets of my life. Um, I don't feel that the truth about everything, like everything we're feeling should ever be repressed. Um, even if you're feeling angry, uh, I think that to, to let it out and express it, um, in a, of course, a nonviolent way is, is how we're really going to break through and we're going to actually grow and we're going to enjoy life on earth more. Um, and how the heck does all this relate to our artwork? I, I personally feel that there's certain things that have happened in my life, like the incident with Jackson, that um, that have pushed me to want to express myself more. And one of the ways I do that is through my artwork. Um, I think that through my artwork, um, or maybe I should say our artwork, the artwork that you create, the artwork that I create, through that medium, we can say things that are visual that we can't say with words. Um, we can really communicate in a unique way. And I want to communicate all that I think and feel. I mean, there's just so much brewing underneath that could spill forth and um in a miraculous and glorious way if we can just have the courage to let it out and not worry about our fear what what is everybody gonna think what's what's everybody gonna think if i say yes to jackson what's everybody gonna think if i make a painting that's like really raw and coming from my own truth you know what I don't fucking care what they think <laughs> um, if if they think anything hopefully they'll just recognize the brutal honesty of it and not be swayed um, to knee-jerk, um, judgments, judges, <laughs> tired of the judges. Um, I, I feel that there's so much I'm trying to say through my artwork. I bet you are too. It, it can be difficult to articulate. It can be scary to let it out but it's good. It's good to do that because you don't want to be regretting. You don't want to look back and say, I wish I told this person how I felt about them. You don't want to look back and think, yeah, I wish I just spent more time sitting on my butt watching TV and not actually doing, not actually participating in life. Um, not that I don't occasionally like to sit back and watch TV, but it's just a matter of um, we don't want to just zone out and suppress, repress, and then suddenly we look back and we think, geez, I was so silent, I was boring. <laughs> that, that 
to me, I think is, is, has slowly become my worst fear. I don't want to be boring. I want to be actually alive and I want to be real and truthful. And, um, ah, yes, I, I, let me, let me just say that I feel really liberated lately. I feel like I can cuss if I want to, I can do what I want to, I'm my own boss. Um, and I just feel surrounded by, um, awesome people who love me and I'm so grateful for that. And, but you know what? I really think a big part of the reason why, like, like all, all the things have happened and just like come and come together, um, in such a lovely way for me personally lately is because I, I have really been pushing to get the fuck over my fear of letting it out and expressing myself. Um, I'm working on designs for one painting and I'm, I'm just not sure how it's all going to come together. I'm just going to share a bit about it with you. Um, a lot of women artists have been creating paintings that with the title hashtag me too. And I want to create my own version of this. And I've, so I've been thinking a lot about it and and trying to find ways to express my own story visually without um without making you know just not jumping to like all men suck because i've i love men (laughs) right so um you know i i've been struggling with this plan um it'll come together it'll come together but um you know for yourself you know what stories are there that need to come out that have been repressed by you because of fear um so that's my challenge that's my challenge and you know of course one of the reasons i shared this story, the story of Jackson now is because, um, it's almost Halloween. It's almost day of the dead. And I want to just do what little I can to remember him and, uh, share his story. Um, and it's, and how it relates to my own. I, I, Life is too short not to tell people that you love them. Life is too short not to um, be honest. And with that, I will conclude our Alchemy of Art podcast for tonight. May you find your own voice. You have been listening to the Alchemy of Art podcast. To find out more about Annie Hurston and her work, go to azirfineart.com.
That's A-Z-H-I-R-F-I-N-E-A-R-T dot com.